Welcome to Somebody's Mama podcast. We are your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you guys so much for joining us again today. We hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Um, If you haven't already, make sure you go ahead and leave us a rating and review. Um, That helps us with our podcast, so we appreciate it. And let's just jump right in into our week recap. So how was your weekend and your the rest of your week, Nicole? Well, okay. So the last time we spoke, I was so hyped because, you know, my niece was going to pick a prom dress, right? Right. And she didn't pick my prom dress. Aww. <laughs> I know. It broke my little heart, but I didn't act like it did. I was just like, you know, okay. But she got a really good deal at Saks Fifth Avenue. So I wasn't mad at it, you know? Oh, good. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. The styles, I feel like the styles have changed so much. Like a lot of the prom dresses that they're picking now is like, it's not that grand sometimes. Like some of the girls pick things that are a little bit, you know, we were like trying to be like all different and I don't want to go to where everybody else went. And, you know, so I feel like it's a little different now too. Yeah, it really is. And she loved it, right? Yeah, she loved it, and so that's all that really matters. Yes, I'm sure she's going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so, so how was your weekend? Well, how was your week? Um, so the rest of the week went great, um, and the weekend, like I told you guys last week, it was going to be my husband's birthday, so we went ahead and started celebrating on that Friday, um, I went and dropped him off at this place called Hammer and Nails. It's like a men's like grooming spa. So they do like manicures and pedicures, but it's like for men. And they have like these big like leather chairs. They get like a big screen TV. Um, there's women, you know, that are doing their manicures and pedicures. And then they get like a little drink and, you know, it's like a cool little man cave type vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped yeah, him off. yeah so he enjoyed that um and then I had my baby Bryson with me um so him and I went shopping while he was getting his services done and then after that we went to um this restaurant for happy hour and that was really good and then Saturday we went to brunch in downtown LA that was nice. I really enjoyed the restaurant. I believe it's called um, Prank. Mm, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's near um, LA Live. Um, is that LA Live? Uh, um, Table Center? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's near LA Live. Um, but it was really, really good. Like, nobody had any complaints about their food. Um, what's interesting is it was like um, contact free service. Mm. so there was no waitress like you had to go up to the bar and like order your food I think that's because of COVID um so that was interesting like there was nobody coming to your table like do you need anything it's like no you have to go up to the bar and order everything but it was a real restaurant like the setup wow so that was weird but um the people who were there were really nice so I would highly recommend the food was like really good um and then Sunday, did you vlog it? I didn't vlog it. Oh my goodness! Because, 
Wow. I did it wow. because I feel like the direction my channel is going in right now is more like shop with me driven. Now I would have included it if I did like a shop with me that morning and then like went to brunch. I oh, get like, ready with me, a shop with me to get ready to go out. Yeah. I see now I didn't plan for it. If I didn't plan for it, it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> I was so busy, like, trying to, like, plan everything out for his birthday, make sure I got all his gifts. Men are so hard to shop for. Oh, yeah. So, I was, like, trying to make sure I had everything um, together for that. That was, was, like, vlogging was, like, so far from my mind, but I definitely should have vlogged. <laughs> no worries, though, because, because I think probably by next year, not next year, but by the summer, you know, it's like you get people started with the one thing and then it goes to another. Yeah, that's the plan. I, I do want to start incorporating like other parts of my life back again, because originally that's how I started out, just vlogging my life, but people didn't know me, so they weren't really that interested in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we finished off the weekend with a family Sunday dinner. Um, so I made greens, mac and cheese, yams, cornbread. We had fried chicken. Yeah, it was. Ooh. Yes, I had to get my. I'm gonna come by and get a plate, girl. Yes, it was bomb. If I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we had a great weekend, and you know what? It's so funny. Like as soon as we got off the podcast last week, and I looked at my phone. Our phones was going crazy, right? With the drama that yeah. happened last week after we filmed the podcast. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the um, the Portia thing? Girl, the Portia and Fallon and Simon drama. So we know this is last wait, week. Wait, wait. Don't forget the side chick, too. The side chick, too. Oh, girl. That was an <laughs> added layer. So the way it was unfolding, I was just like, this seems like it's fake. I was like, yeah. I'm being pranked. Are they about to announce some type of business that they're doing together? Is this just getting us, you know, invested right. in the story? Like, what's really happening here? Because the way it was unfolding, I was just like, oh my God, what's happening here? <laughs> but wait, I kid you not. When I saw it, I thought it was a prank, but then I was like, is she pregnant? It gave me pregnancy vibes. Yeah, because she was wearing like the little smock, not smock, like house dress yeah. type dress. It was nice. It was a fabulous um, house. Yes, dress. but it was very much so giving pregnancy six-month vibes. Definitely was. The whole thing was just like, okay, so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you had to be under a rock. But okay. I'm a fan. I've been a fan of Housewives of Atlanta since the beginning. Like, I love that show, right? So right. I know what's going on with all the characters on the show. Like, they just wrapped up the the last episode of the um, reunion, all that good stuff, right? So um, there's a new, there was a new girl on the show, Fallon, and it was presented to us as if her and Portia were friends because she brought her on the show. Mm, mm, her mm. house swimming in her pool mm, drinking, no <laughs> drinking her her drinks smoking her hookah okay she no. even, uh volunteered the girl's jet to go on a trip so it seemed as though they were friends right so 
it baffled me to look on my um phone to see her face with this woman's soon-to-be ex-husband so i'm like what is going on all of a sudden they're date not only dating but engaged and the way they unfolded it i feel like did they say they were dating first girl portia said they had been together for a month one month one month and mind you the divorce was filed in december or january yeah and according to at first they said that their divorce was already final but fallon came out and said it's not final yeah and they're making this announcement and they all spent mother's day together and what's really strange is that allegedly simon and her um portia's child's father dennis were like business partners or they worked together somehow yep um but they're all three kiki in in the picture which is i mean great if you know she has a baby by him and who she's with <laughs> they should all <laughs> like it just you know what it is it's just not adding up it's not because then wait the uh, okay the other girl that came into the picture she posted there's this other girl said that she started dating him like march 30th or something like that right and so we're at what is this may 16th or something like that yep and wait y'all been together for a month that's we're pulling up to april 16th like it's just it's just it's It's not adding up it's not adding it's up. Not adding why up. Simon got on there to deny what this young lady was saying, but she had video evidence. She had pictures. She's in your car. She's like, a, she got the picture of a sweater that you that you wear. Like it was just, and the <laughs> fact that the fact that you would be engaged to someone after a month while in the middle of a divorce. Wait, wait. wait. Why did Fallon and Portia's ring look exactly alike? Portia's just looked a little bit bigger. Just (laughs) slightly. (laughs) But it was the same shape. Absolutely. Like, the whole situation is strange. Like, I'm like, Portia, what are you really doing? Like, you knew this was going to be a bad look. Are you really not in love with this man? First of all, come on, let's be real. After a month, and then you guys are like co-mingling the family. Girl, everybody was at Mother's Day. Dennis' mama was there. Mm-hmm. Portia family was there. Simon was there. They all smoking cigars together. And it's like, okay. And she does have a new spinoff show coming out. Oh, Did I didn't know that? that. Bravo announced that she has another show. But it's supposed to be about um, her activism. And so they're saying that this is not a ploy to get people to watch the show because she already had the show was already greenlit before um she made her announcement but i'm sure this is gonna encourage people to want to watch it because oh this is this is promo this is promo it's piping hot tea like what is really going on and fallon they're saying that she has some other boyfriend and she's supposed to be pregnant by somebody else. Like it's just all these rumors and allegations going on, but I, my head is blown because why I don't understand why you would even engage with someone 
husband who was on the same show as you that you were introduced as their friend like i do understand how reality tv works especially housewives you have to be brought on the show as a friend of someone so sometimes they were saying that um nini leaks actually was saying that sometimes they'll ask you like hey can they come on as your friend so she said the people that she brought on to the show as friends she didn't know those people so she said it could very much be true that they were not indeed not friends before the show started but but okay say they weren't really friends you know it's a bad look it's a do not give us don't give us we're dating and we're engaged within five minutes no (laughs) that's what makes it so like fake like yeah Nothing about this situation seems genuine, and I just feel like it's a totally bad look for her, regardless of what type of promo she's trying to do. Like, I'm always usually on Portia's side on the show. I mean, not all the time, because, you know, she's made a lot of mistakes, but she is one of my favorites on the show. But I'm like, girl, sis, really? Like, this is just, like, not a good look. So, yeah, that was piping hot tea of last week. We had to touch on it. I personally... Don't feel like this is the best situation or scenario for her. Like, all this drama is going to come out. And I don't think it's going to last. So it's going to be like, all for what? Like, he's obviously still talking to other girls. Like, he doesn't look like he's going to stop. Like, he looks like the type to use his money to get what he wants with women. Because let's just be honest. It's not all there, you know? It's not there. It's not there. But I do think that um, the hard part for me is Portia is so pretty. She's such a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, why keep picking these guys that are just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Not lookers. <laughs> <laughs> and sure. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, yeah. We don't have to see this new season. I got to see this new season because yeah. I was not locked in to the last season. I'm going to have to re-lock in because I'm going to need to know. Yeah, the last season, it was not that great. They were reaching. Um, yeah, so let's roll into the next topic. Okay, so over the weekend, I was completely locked in to this whole Joe Button situation, right? Lord. And a mess, a mess, right? But today... Did you see the girl Olivia Dope? I believe her name is. Yeah. She came came out today with some sexual assault allegations against Joe Budden. And she was on the See the Thing Is podcast on his network. Mm -hmm. And basically, just to kind of cut it short, um, definitely go check out the full clip. She basically said, while they were recording in the studio with the whole staff Mm -hmm. he started saying some really offensive remarks at her that i don't really want to repeat right right but basically saying that he you know he's always wanted to mess with her and stuff like that oh wow and yeah it was very suggestive language right so Mm -hmm. uh, towards the end he then went up to hug her and he started grinding on her while hugging her after he's made all these sexual oh wow yeah all these after he's made all these sexual things or whatever he said all these different things and then after he was like oh are you good and she was just like yeah but i think in that moment 
one, she was super uncomfortable with all the sexual things that he was saying towards her. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, her coworkers were just laughing and kikiing along with Joe. Third, their their podcast is supposed to be all about women empowerment and you know, you know, all about women and feminism and all this stuff. But then your boss is right here making all these sexual things towards your coworker and you guys are just laughing about it. And it was all so, on the air. They were recording. Yeah, it's all recorded. Wow. It's all recorded. After afterwards, the engineer asked Joe, Oh, hey, do you want me to cut any of that stuff out? Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, I don't care. You can keep it or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Then they asked her, like, hey, you want us to like edit this and Basically, she ended up saying yes. That's how you, she, she can point out the timestamps of what happened in that episode because all those remarks that he said that were just really, really inappropriate are all cut out. Wow. So her reasoning of coming out today to say what she had to say about the sexual assault is the fact that it was bothering her that you know, this is all on the internet, and one day her daughter could, you know, pull up this information and could see that that she didn't, you know, stick up for herself as a woman, and she just uh, let those things happen. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, one, I completely, completely believe her. I believe Joe said those things. I believe that she felt uncomfortable. But the third thing, I also know because she's telling us the things that he said but those things did not make it to the actual episode right so her daughter wouldn't have been able to look those things up necessarily Mm -hmm. like the things that did make it to the podcast were inappropriate but not to the level of the things that were edited right right Mm -hmm. but at the same time she's she states like she's just been sick to her stomach about it that she didn't stick up for herself which is understandable you know right right and it's because this happened three months ago yeah this happened three months ago but at the same time three months ago joe button podcast is popping it's like one of the biggest podcasts so i can understand why she didn't want to come out and say something Mm -hmm. and obviously right now the way he's being dragged on the internet it's you know good timing for her he has backup because yeah. you know all these other things happening are showing his character which like you said I don't blame her for because whenever you come out about something like this you yeah. risk the backlash of all their fans their followers yeah. uh, people in the media judging you people not believing you and it's hard to put yourself out there you know towards a public figure and yeah you don't know what type of support or backlash you're going to get. And so, I mean, it takes courage to to speak up about this at any point. So, I mean, kudos to her for speaking up to, for herself. Yeah. I know it wasn't easy. And, you know, when you have a child, it does amplify everything. And it makes things, your outlook on things so different. So, She's like, hey, I don't want my daughter to ever grow up thinking that she needs to silence herself or not feel like she can stand up for herself against her boss or against somebody who's popular. Um, We don't know all the facts. We don't know everything that happened. All we can go off is what she said and what we've seen. But as, as as a mother, I mean, I get why she would want to 
um, stand up for herself. And just in case anything does come out, she doesn't want her daughter to grow up and be like, mom, why did you say something? Or, you right. know, because they may have edited that, that footage out, but it's not gone. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so I do agree that it was really good to stick up and say something, no matter the timing. And you know what? I also don't fault her for saying it now, where um, right now, because there's other people that have come out and said sexual assault things about Joe in the past. Mm -hmm. And that didn't catch any wind or that wasn't, you know, seen as true or those women weren't technically believed or it didn't catch wind, you know? Right, right. And I think anybody who does um, sexual assault, you know, people need to know, the, you know, because especially such a big figure, you just, mm-hmm. you have too big of a platform. Right. You know, and you gotta be responsible and, you know, like with your words, especially, and we know we've seen him on TV. He can be a little um, free with his words. Okay. Okay. Real hot. Real hot. <laughs> so it's not so far fetched. You know, I don't know him personally. I don't know how the situation went. You know, it could have been unintentional, you know, just kind of like talking too much, doing too much. I could definitely see that. But you have to be responsible with the words that come out of your mouth. You know, it affects people and you got to be considerate. You know, you can't just always excuse people's behavior just because that's the way they are or whatever, because somebody is going to have to suffer the consequences of their actions and now she's out of a job oh okay and you know she has to deal with whatever pain and suffering that comes from that he's going to have to deal with whatever pain and suffering comes from you know the part he had to play in it and he got so much on his plate right now because child people are not letting up no but you know what i since I started listening to all the updates over the weekend, I was listening to this, um, these three guys on this one YouTube channel that went live and they were talking about it. And some of those people were talking so sideways about the situation and sticking up for Joe and his sexual assault comments. I was like, do these people really exist? Like you're live on this channel talking about he didn't do nothing wrong. Like he was just being flirtatious. Like, it's getting me mad it's getting me mad right right i mean i feel like that happens though people do things and they don't either they don't realize it or they don't care like like i said people get excused for that's just how they talk or you know that's just how they are whatever but all i can say is if somebody does something to you in that manner and you feel uncomfortable, you definitely have the right to speak up about it. Yes. Uh, you know, it does make it discredible when you wait, but any time is better than no time, in my opinion. So, hope things get better for her in that situation. Um, hope they can work it out, figure out what's going on. So, yeah, we're going to move into our main topic of discussion. Yes. So being that this is um, somebody's mama podcast, (laughs) (laughs) um, we're going to be talking about all the things they don't tell you about giving birth. Oh, because there's a lot of them. It's a lot. Okay. Because you think you prepared, you think you know, 
but you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, Nicole, you want to jump in? You just gave birth. Okay. So, seeing that I just gave birth, everything is very, you know, at the front of my brain of the things that they do not tell you. And the main thing I wish people would tell people is if you get an epidural, you are most likely going to get the shakes. Yeah. And it's so scary when it happens because everybody's like, okay, you get this epidural, it's going to take the pain away. And then you get it, and then you lay in there, and you just start shaking. Yep. And chattering duh, 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 with your teeth, <laughs> the whole body shaking. And everybody's just standing there like it's normal. And you're like, does anybody see me? I'm shaking. I'm quivering. You know, my spouse is looking around, looking like, what's going on? Is she okay? Right. Is she okay? I always talk about how great it is because it's going to relieve you of pain. And which it does if it works. Because okay. that's another thing. Sometimes... It won't take. It might take you one or two times to actually get the epidural to do what it's supposed to do. Because in my experience with my first son, um, they put it in. I'm like, okay, so they're saying like, yeah, you shouldn't feel anything from the bottom down. You shouldn't feel your legs. I'm like, I can definitely feel my legs. Like, I feel like the pain of the contractions kind of went away a little bit, but I could definitely still like feel everything. And so they came and they did it again. That time it worked, but it wore off by the time it was time for me to push. No, so, see that. you know, I feel like that's something that people don't really talk about is your body can actually reject the medicine. Like it might not be pushed correctly. Um, I will say with the second epidural, the um, when he put it in, it was almost painless. Like he numbed me really good the first time they put it in i felt that whole thing going in i was just like yeah. and they're like don't move don't move and i'm like oh my gosh like <laughs> you know what it's funny you say that because the same thing happened with me my first okay my first child they had to do it twice and when they first put it in they did it wrong and they had to take it out and i could feel i could feel it go through my spine and go click 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 yeah. click click Mm -hmm. And they, then they had to redo it. And um, when they redid it the second time, I was more numb. So I didn't feel it as well. But mm -hmm. then check this out. The medicine only worked for my stomach, but not down there. Wow. So, and it only worked a little bit for my stomach. When I started to get in a lot of pain, I noticed that the medicine was dripping onto the bed. Shut up. Girl, it was the most, I basically gave a natural birth with my first child. It was the most painful thing I've ever experienced. The second time around, the same thing happened. Mm -hmm. He actually put the medicine in the right way. It was painless. I was like, oh my goodness, this is how it's supposed to supposed be. Supposed to be, yes. And then the third one, <laughs> I knew they did it wrong because she did it just like the first person. Wow. The same spot. The medicine was not hitting like it was supposed to hit. <laughs> it wasn't giving what it was supposed to get. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't giving what it was supposed to get. And when she did it, I, I knew she had did it wrong. And I'm thinking, I know you have done this wrong because you did not know me well enough. I can feel you put the catheter and all that stuff in. And two, my legs did not numb fast enough. 
Mm -hmm. and my legs didn't fully go numb. I could still partially feel them. It felt like my legs were sleep like it were like on a toilet. If you were, if you're on the toilet too long or sitting yeah. too long, you're like so numb. Right. So it was like that for six, seven hours. So uh. uncomfortable. Yeah. I felt like, okay, so for my first son, both of these um, epidurals were with my first um, birth. My second son, I was not able to get um, an epidural because it just happened so fast. But what? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't get to have one. Like, we'll talk about our birth stories in another episode. But yeah. um, for those of you that don't know, I had him prematurely. So the, when I when I got there, everything happened within two or three hours. Like, it went really fast. They were trying to stop my labor. It didn't work. Because I kept asking for medicine. I knew I was in active labor. Like, I felt every contraction. Like, I knew it was happening. But oh, nobody wow. was listening to me. Except for my mom who's over there praying, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't able to get any pain meds at all. Well, we're going to have to do those birth stories at, at a later time because yeah, both of us have a story for y'all. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. while we're on the subject, you know what else bothers me about giving birth? Mm-hmm. By the time you find out you're 10 centimeters, you're ready to go, they tell you to hold your own legs. Right. That's how they showed us it was going to happen in the movies. Yeah. It, I, you mean my legs, I could barely feel them. Right. And now my big old self got to pull them up. I'm tired. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. Or I was like, no, after I got tired. Another thing also to do with that, holding your legs for so long I didn't find out that, you know, with your first child, you can actually be in labor for one hour. I mean, be pushing for an hour, two hours, three hours. Like, it's going to be your longest push. I pushed for an hour and a half. Oh, no. No. And no. you got me over here holding my legs? I can't breathe. No. Like, no. listen, then they rolled this little a towel or something they gave me a donut thing and they rolled a towel and put it under my back to like lift me up so i'm completely uncomfortable and I'm like can we please take a break no no <laughs> take a break and they're like no it's gonna slow down the process listen i put it for a whole hour and a half like no. that was not a part of the plan what are you talking about see okay when it came to the pushing I don't want to get too detailed, but the first time, because I could feel everything, mm-hmm. I was basically refusing to push. I was like, no, I, I finally feel a little better. Cause when you get to that pushing point, the mm-hmm. contract, the contractions like is different. Right. Right. So I was finally a little relieved because I had been screaming in pain for at least a good two, three hours. Mm-hmm. So when it came time to push, I felt a little better. And they were like, push. And I was like, mm, not so much. Um, I'm going to rest. <laughs> and they're like, it's push. I'm like, eh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But my second and my third, and, and actually that one, I only took me like 30 minutes. But my second and my third one, I was not about to have them tell me when to push. I told them. I was like, okay, we're going to push on this contraction, guys. Oh, that's right. And so... I've pushed maybe 10, 15 minutes. See. And I would tell them, 
I would tell them, I'd be like, they'd be chatting it up. My doctor is real nice. They'd be chatting up. I'm like, oh, okay, um, doctor, blah, blah, blah. We're going to push right now. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're pushing. We're pushing. You are a vet by idea. You like, listen, we're going to do this my way. And sometimes you have to speak up and, and do stuff like that because that's what I should have done. I would have been pushing that long because they they're like, you're ready. Let's go. I'm like, I, I don't feel like I'm that ready, but okay. <laughs> and it just took entirely too long. And then what you learn too is laying on your back is not the best way to have a baby. Right. Like, they're like, bear down um push like you're about to go number two and i'm like who goes number two on their back like <laughs> listen a lot of people do okay <laughs> in birth okay <laughs> in birth but normally you know that's not the natural way right 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 you know you fighting against gravity like it's yeah. it's ridiculous so i wish that's something that i was more informed about as well i opted out of the lamaze classes and stuff like that but i do recommend for your first time to take some type of birthing class so that you can get prepared to push because in the heat of everything when they're telling you to act like you're gonna poop but you can't even feel your body down there it's hard to get yourself in position to actually do that so half the time of trying to push is trying to figure out what the heck they're trying to tell you to even do <laughs> and listen 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 and if you push too hard at the bottom one you're gonna Ooh. poop and two you're gonna have hemorrhoids okay yep. don't tell you about that they showed up and ripping from the root of the tuna. Okay. The I have to put a trigger warning on here for anybody who. I know. <laughs> if you're already nine months pregnant, <laughs> don't watch I don't it. suggest you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like us sitting here, like, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> listen, when you're nine months pregnant, I suggest you watch every labor and deliver video on YouTube, okay? Uh, prepare yourself. Yeah. once you get in there it's go time like your birthing plan that's another thing mm. you know birthing plans are great it's great to have your requests known and make sure your partner whoever's going to be supporting you has that birthing plan and is going to be an advocate for you but you also have to be flexible because nine times out of ten <laughs> listen that birthing plan goes out the window so okay you just want to make sure that you're flexible in that area, but have your non-negotiables. Like, I want this type of music played. Um, I feel like music really does help. Um, yeah. You know, or that you want to do skin to skin right after. Right after. Or your cord, if you want to put it in the freezer thing. Yeah, if you have your, um, if you're going to encapsulate your placenta, already have all that paperwork there so that everybody knows um what's going to happen just do your pre-work because if you go into active labor there's no time to like talk about all that stuff so make sure either your partner that's going to be with you has all the information you talk to your doctor ahead of time because if you have kaiser you're gonna get who you get you're not gonna get your doctor so <laughs> you just want to make sure that you do your own groundwork because if something is really important to you on that birthing plan and you really want it to happen you have to have somebody else to advocate for you. So yes. I suggest, I didn't have a doula, but I do suggest it um, because, or, you know, your own midwife because they will be your advocate for sure. 
And you know what? I got really lucky because, you know, at Kaiser, you don't have your doctor. Tell me why I saw my doctor at the hospital and she's the one that put me, induced me in my first time. Uh And she was, uh, the moment she was at the hospital, I was seeing her, blah, blah, blah. And so she was like, oh, okay, well, I'm off in five minutes, but have a great delivery. You should be giving, you should be giving birth tonight. And I was like, wait, you're leaving? I didn't know. I didn't even know. Like, girl, you could have stayed. You could have stayed, but two, I ended up having a doula, and that was the most, I mean, I, mean, I don't know why. I should have kept doing that. Mm-hmm. That was the best. That was, I was so thankful to have her. Yeah, I did have a nice delivery with uh, the midwife for, for my first son. My second son, I actually um, had a separate private OBGYN, and he was actually there uh, already delivering a baby. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I called him, he's like, oh, I'm already at the hospital. Just come up here. And he lives around the corner from the hospital. So by the time I got there, he had went home. And um, when they told him I was actually going to have the baby, he like ran up there in his sweats. Um, but he missed the whole thing because child happened that fast. Wow. I can't so, wait to so, hear that. We're going to get into that story because that was like a whole nother level. Yes. Anything else you want to add to um, things that you wish you would have known? I feel like I could go on and on this topic all day. So maybe we'll have to do a part two another day. Right. Oh, one more. This is the one. What? What? <laughs> when they tell you to come in when your contractions are four oh. minutes apart, hmm. that is not actually accurate like if you can walk into the hospital and say hey i'm here to check in um i'm in labor right now um i just want to check in you're not ready nope you're not ready (laughs) they're gonna Mm -hmm. send you home they're gonna check you and they're gonna send you home yep it's go time when you cannot walk you cannot talk you can't breathe you're like i gotta i gotta go we gotta go right now like (laughs) (laughs) and those contractions are hitting literally back to back I would say one to two minutes apart is a little bit more accurate because you can yeah. be four to five minutes apart for hours. Days. Days, absolutely. Days. Like, I think when I went in and I was like five minutes apart, I was only like two to three centimeters dilated. So yep. that whole thing about going in when you're five minutes, don't waste your time. They're going to sell Unless your water already broke. If your water already broke and you lost your mucus plug, then I would say then you can go. But if none of that has happened and you're only five minutes apart and you can walk around and go and eat and shower and like watch TV and be comfortable, no, it's not, Stay home. Happening. Stay home. It's not happening tonight. <laughs> and listen, we're not doctors. We just got some experience. At the end of the yes. day, call your doctor, okay? Just yes. call your doctor. Always consult with your physician. We are not medical professionals, okay? Let's <laughs> leave that just We just somebody's mama. Just somebody's mama who been through it, okay? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I definitely think we will have to do a part two because she has three and I have two, so we have different experiences with every child. Yeah. So, yes. So, we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up almost. Um, Let's go into our mama moments. Yes. Okay, so this week, my mama moment was... um, my son, he's been working so hard in Taekwondo and he um, earned his belt. 
<laughs> yeah, it was so exciting because, you know, he's been wanting to do um, Taekwondo for a really long time. We finally let him do it. And so when he got his belt, I have it all recorded. It's the cutest thing. Aww. But when he um, got his belt, I recorded the whole thing and he ran up to me and gave him this big hug. And he's like, Mom, I'm so proud of myself. <gasps> And I just like lit up on the inside, you know, because it was just like, wow, not only am I somebody's mama, but my child feels proud of himself, you know? Yes, yes. And confidence with little kids is such a big thing because all these kids is bullies out here, okay? For real. (laughs) Kids is mean, okay? Right. So to to see him have that moment made me proud to be his mama, you know? Oh, that's so sweet. I have a potential one too, girl. <laughs> so <laughs> it's so funny. Like, you know, you're somebody's mama when you can want to pull your hair out one minute because your kids are driving you crazy and right. want to cry tears of joy the next minute because they're so freaking cute. And they're yours. They're your babies. They come, they came from you, you know, like you can be so proud of them. Um so I was watching my kids play the other day and um, my one-year-old, he is getting so much into his um, personality is coming out and he's just really like, they're playing together. Like, oh, this is why I had to. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> but yes. I found myself literally sitting there watching them playing, wanting to cry because they were having so much fun together. And I have two boys, and I mean, Kendon is just chasing Bryson, and Bryson has his hands in the air, and he's like, ah, like running away from him, and he's like, oh my gosh, it's the cutest thing ever, I'm really somebody's mama, like, I birthed those two little kids, like, and those moments happen so randomly, like, like I said, you could literally be like, oh my gosh, they're driving me crazy, and then the next minute, they do something so cute. And you're just like, oh my gosh, my whole heart. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely had a little moment. If you guys don't know me, I'm very emotional. So I definitely was sitting up there about to like shed a little tear. (laughs) But it's so nice though, when they, when they play like that, it really does feel just, it just feels so like, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just coming together. It's coming together, and you're like, wow, I'm somebody's mama. I'm they mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to really wrap it up. Yes. So what are we looking forward to next week? Next week, next week. You know, normally I'm such a planner, and this week my game is like all off. So I'm just kind of going with the flow this week, to be honest with you. I hope that I'm able to stop at the beach this following week. Like, I just love the beach. And so I'm hoping, you know, this upcoming week, I have a moment to go to the beach for by myself for a little bit, sit in the sand until I get tired of it and go home. You know, Ooh, that sounds so nice. I might have to do the same thing, girl. I love it. I love listening to the waves and like, yeah. oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> yes, that would, that's, so that's kind of something I want to do this week. Will it happen? We'll see. We'll see. I'm happy to text Josh like, hey, you need to 
um, for myself, um, I don't have much going on this week. Um, I need to film another video, so I need to get that done before Thursday. Um, oh, my cousin is, she just graduated from her doctorate program, so we're really oh, wow. proud of her. Yes. She's super young too. She's 27 or 28. But, uh, oh, hey girl. <laughs> oh, sorry. If you hear that noise in the background, I, I don't know why I didn't say it. That's my daughter in the background. Yes. So um, we're going to be celebrating her just a little bit. Um, a couple of family members because of COVID. I wish we could have all been at the graduation and celebrating her in a big way because we are so proud of her. She went straight through. Like this is her first break in school since kindergarten. Like she went from her um, undergrad to grad to doctorate program, like back to back to back. So. Oh, wow. That's going to be exciting to celebrate her and to just enjoy the weekend with kiddos. So we definitely look forward to that. But thank you guys so much for joining so us much. this week's episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you guys leave us a rating and review. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars only. <laughs> <laughs> Check out on Instagram at somebody's mama pod and you know chat it up with us there. Leave a comment, like a picture, you know, hit us in the DMs. Yes, we do write back. So yes, we are there to answer your questions and to just chop it up. So we will see you guys next week. All right, see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye.